Welcome to Dawn Patrol, the 30A morning show. Good morning! Presented by 38 Cottages and Concierge. Yeah! <laughs> Online, 38cottages.com. All right, what is up, everybody? It's Dawn Patrol on 30A Radio. We've got a really informative show for you today. We are talking with Jeff Archer with Yolo Board, and we're going to get into bike trails, bike paths, and paddling points on 30A. Jeff, let's touch base with you first. How's it going, man? What's up, Big Corey? Everything's going great, man. Ready for another super season down here uh, in the Panhandle. Tell us about how it feels. I mean, the the vibe and uh, the feel for you know paddling and biking on 30A. You guys have been really busy. It feels better and better every year, man. It seems like the community um, just continues to grow and uh, just outdoor activities and uh, more access to to more things. And, you know, so the equipment side of the business has been good, just, you know, getting everybody into the gear that they need. Yeah. Get your board this year. It's going to be a great year on the lakes and out in the Gulf and even the Bay. We're going to talk about paddling momentarily, but Something that's really taken off in our area, I mean, bikes have been all over Seaside and Watercolor, and the the main bike path is just quite incredible for a community to say they have a bike path that's, what is it, 22 miles long? It's amazing. You know, the famous 38 bike path is really something that uh, people have now started to embrace on every trip that they're down. So biking uh, has become a big component, just like the beach has always been. Um, But people are discovering not only the bike path, but a lot of the little hidden trails are right off the bike path. I've got a movement going. Uh, I, I, I bike it in. Uh, it kind of sounds like bike it in, but uh, <laughs> it's a hashtag bike it in. And anywhere I go, if I have a meeting or if I want to go cover something, I, I park like a mile away and I take a YOLO bike and I bike it in. I can totally see um, the, uh, the culture uh, around 30A uh, really turning into a great biking community. You know, already uh, Big Daddy's uh, has done such a great job at being that base cycle shop that really provides good service for people and great bikes, and they've really grown uh, the community. So, you know, just uh, watching what they've done and, and being a part of that and, and making sure that the guests have the right type of equipment that they need to cover the territory, it's been a lot of fun, and it's really fun to watch it just bust open. And on the West End now, you've got Yolo Board and Bike at Gulf Place. That store uh, launched within the last year, and it's just taken off, right? Yeah, that's a little store we launched a year ago at Gulf Place, and uh, it's both board and bicycle. Um, and uh, it's been just a tremendous success for us. I mean, the 30A community from the very beginning, as I've told you many times before, is the foundation of YOLO board. That's where, you know, our base support came from and still comes from to this day. So having a store out there on 30A, and we have plans to build another one uh, in the next year or so um, out to the other side of 30A, um, just to continue to be there for the customers that have been there for us from the beginning. Absolutely. So we're talking with Jeff Archer, YOLO board. Check them out online while we're talking, yoloboard.com. They've got the full breakdown of boards, paddles, accessories, apparel, but we're going to talk bikes first. Uh, The the big bike path that we have, uh, I just love it. It's it's great for any age. I see kids that are two, three years old all the way up to, 
your grandma, maybe even your great grandparents riding bikes on that on the path, right? Absolutely, all generations are out there, and it's such a beautiful ride. Um, it really it puts you in 30A. I mean, you can drive down 30A in a car with your windows up, and you can get one experience. It's beautiful, yeah. but when you ride down 30A and you uh, you know you you feel the air and you smell the smells and you hear the birds, it's really another uh, natural experience uh, altogether. Yeah, I think it's a lot easier to stop in at a lot of our restaurants and retail if you're doing a bike. Man, that's then you so just pull funny up to the that front. you say that because it's like the amenities up and down 30A. We've been talking about that. You you know, this is this is Aspen at the beach. I yeah. mean, if you want to stop in and get a sushi roll, or you want to get a martini, or you want to get a, you know, it's a pulled pork sandwich. You name it. I mean, coffee shops. It's just lined up. So if you're on a bike ride, you can make a day from going one end to the other, stopping at the shops, gr- yep. getting some great grub. You know, grabbing a beer. Um, it's got it all. I, I see more often than not uh, families that just stop on the side of the road and they have a blanket. And they just take a break. Yeah, and, and so they're, cool. they're And then they get back on, and uh, they, they keep riding. It's pretty cool. So let's talk about uh, the, the bike path in general. What would you recommend somebody, if they're going out for a day bike uh, ride, just on the regular bike path? Uh, you know, obviously take water. Uh, yeah, yeah, water, sunscreen. Yeah. You know, uh, you might want to throw a little rain jacket in there because sometimes we've got some little spring showers coming through. Yep. Um, may want to bring you know some type of snack or something like that. Although, like we've said, there's snacks all along the route there. Yeah. And uh, you know, take your time. Look at some of these incredible vistas that you have, like there at Western Lake. I mean, that's a world class view right there. And uh, to ride a bike past it is really uh it's a it's a really cool thing yeah it's super cool so that's your bike path that's the easy one uh we have a great trail system uh all across 30a and we're gonna get into it a little bit with jeff and he's got the map out if you want to pick up a trail map you guys have them at both locations at yellow board and bike and yellow board and beach and miramar beach so let's uh talk about who put this trail map together it's pretty awesome yeah, I think the South Walton Community Council put this one together, and it's a great map because it, uh, you know, it uh, shows you all the the bike entry points, all the trails um, that go uh, through uh, Point Washington State Forest. Um, my 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 favorite is the very beginning of the Longleaf uh, Pine Trail, which is in between Highway 393 and 83. Um, I think uh, the road that you turn off of off, off of 38 is Satinwood. Um, which is in front of uh, Goat Feathers. Yeah. And you go north there, and it ends in a parking lot, which is the trailhead. And I want to say it's about a two-and-a-half-mile uh, pedal through the forest um, to uh, Highway 83. I think it's the highest, driest, and easiest section of the whole uh, trail sections back there. Um, yeah. So that, I highly recommend that one for people to check out. So that's about a two-mile pedal around? Yeah, it's two, two-and-a-half miles. And uh, like I said, it's all relatively easy. There's not a whole lot of soft sand back there. Yeah. It's pretty compact. Uh, there's not too much root system going on, although you'll encounter all of that through these trails because we're riding through pine forests. Um, but, the you know, when you leave uh, 30A and you go into this trail system, you feel like you've just left the area and gone somewhere completely different. It's really beautiful, and it's something everybody should experience. Absolutely. Let's talk about some equipment that you probably want if you're going to take your bike out on uh, any of these trails. Helmets. <laughs> yeah, helmets are a good idea. I'm, I'm, I'm always bad about uh, forgetting mine and leaving it, and uh, that's all I need right now is a head injury, although yeah. my wife tells me I have a head injury all the time. Um, but yeah, helmets, uh, you want to have those. Um, you may want to have some kind of mosquito repellent um, if you get them deep, deep back up in the woods. If you pedal fast, they yeah, can't catch you, up Yeah, they can't you. catch you. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, and, uh, you know, you may want to have some type of uh, all-terrain tire on your bike, you know, whether it'll be a mountain bike. The beach cruiser, single speeds, they can make it back there, but it's just a little bit. It's you're a working. Lot, it's a, you're working. It's a lot harder ride. Um, we created actually a, a bike just for these trails. It's got a, a three-inch tire, all-terrain tire. It's a three speeds, and it's all internal hub, so it's very, very low maintenance for those people that don't want to get into derailers and all of that type of stuff. And uh, um, we sell it at both of our, our shops, and we also have them for rent, too. So that's something that you can uh, rent and get back out on the trails there. But having a good piece of equipment back there makes it a whole lot easier, a whole lot more fun. Absolutely. And let's talk about equipment that you could put on your bike to kind of make your ride on a trail easier. you got water bottle holders. There's a lot of cool things. Uh, there's even some cell phone attachments that I find is absolutely priceless. I use it every day that I'm paddling or pedaling, and it just sits there, and you can just people calling you. I don't want that guy. Oh, oh okay, absolutely, I'll yeah, it's super I mean, cool. I, I mean, you, you you know this about me, but there's probably two or three days a week that I'm back there in the middle of the workday. So you know, I'm definitely screening calls, and the ones yeah. I got to stop and pull over for, I take. The other ones, they kind of go to voicemail and they get back to later. Yeah. Um, but that's the other beauty of these trails is that, you know, I, I'm able to get out on my lunchtime and, and, and take a ride and, and really get immersed in, in, you know, a whole nother world um, before I get back to the office. And let and, me tell you this. I, I've done research on uh, cell reception back in the woods. It's better than it is on 38. It's ridiculous. It's you get, crazy. Isn't you it? get five star LTE in the woods, but you get on 38. It's down to like 4G. You're kind of hoping you you'll lose it, so you can yeah. have that as an excuse, and you find you have the best reception. It's back amazing. There. It's, it's crazy. amazing cell phone coverage in Point Washington. So okay, so that's your two mile course. Uh, tell me the next trail you would recommend for pedaling out in the woods. Uh, there's a really cool one in there. Well, I mean, there's there. Uh, the whole system back there to me is just amazing and awesome. I love the section between 83 and 283. It gets maybe a little bit more technical. There's a couple of little bridges that you have to go over. But it is, again, it's just amazing, you know, the beauty that's back there. And uh, uh, any, that, any advice for the bridges? If you're, They're kind of slippery sometimes? Yeah, I mean, a couple <laughs> of my buddies have eaten it back there pretty hard. So just be careful. I mean, uh, sometimes they're flooded, you know, mm -hmm. um, so you got to just kind of take your time and, you know, know what your capabilities are. You know, I have been known to get off my bike and walk them across a couple of these things when, yeah. uh, when it's just, uh, you know, just uh, too flooded or what have you. And, you know, so, uh, you know, know what your, what your level is and, you know, have fun with it, but don't hurt yourself back there. EJ Johnson told me, starting out paddling, know your limits. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he knows. He doesn't know any limits. No, 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 no. That guy's he awesome. knows no limits. Okay, so uh, on to, like, give me one more really, really cool. Well, I'll give you two more. There the, you go. The, the, the section between uh, Highway 283 and 395, and that skirts above Western Lake, which is really cool because you can get down to the top of Western Lake from the north side and kind of get views back across. It's really a lot of fun. I, it's crazy, the people that I see when I'm pedaling back there. I, I run into uh, Allison Wiki and you know just you know people that you you, you know and and and, uh, and and you really respect and then you you realize you know how they create some of the cool stuff that they do because they're constantly putting themselves in yeah. cool situations and getting inspired 
Um, uh, but that, that section, I see more people back there than, than anywhere else. And I guess that's, you know, behind watercolor there. Yeah. And then the last sections, uh, that I ride, uh, frequently is over off of 395 and there's another trailhead there. It's actually some fairly easy pedaling. It can be wet back there if we're getting a lot of rain. Um, but otherwise it's relatively flat as most everything is here. Yeah. Although you'd be surprised to get back in some of these other sections and you're, that's when I start going, where am I? When it starts looking hilly and, you know, just uh, completely different than what I saw five minutes on the other side on 30A. Google Maps, it's good reception back there. You, you can pull it, it up. That's <laughs> you right. Get out, send out an alert. Uh, right. Let's talk about wildlife you see back in the woods. You see anything good? Man, I've seen a lot of deer, um, squirrel, rabbit. Um, I haven't seen any bear yet, but my bear biologist friend tells me that that's going to be later in the fall. Yeah. So I'll be a, a little bit on uh, the lookout for them. Uh, this fall yeah, i'm always back there looking for bigfoot people think i'm crazy but i think boy washington's a great spot for bigfoot hey he could be back there man i'm always <laughs> sniffing for him that's good jeff archer with yolo board that is a pedal report uh we're gonna try and get more information up on our social media so you can kind of see what we're talking about take some shots of this and kind of post it and uh when we come back we're gonna have a paddle report, which is one of the best areas that I can remember ever paddling, and I've traveled a lot. And uh, the best area, yeah, it really is. It's yeah. an it's an amazing location to come down here and either try for the first time, paddle inland, outland, out in the bay, out in the Gulf. You get surf down here; it's pretty amazing. We're going to talk paddle boarding with Yolo Board when we come back on Dawn Patrol. Screaming it 
All right, we're back on Dawn Patrol. Jeff Archer with Yolo Board. Yolo Board is, uh, they've got some really cool shops here. Uh, they're located in Miramar Beach, just down from the Silver Sands Factory Outlets. And then uh, also in Gulf Place, the Yolo Board and Bike, where you can rent boards and you can rent bikes and uh, get a little bit of the same apparel over at Yolo Board and Bike. But the mother store is here at Miramar Beach, and you got practically everything here. Yeah, the big shop is uh, nearly 11,000 square feet. We've got a lake to test dry boards or test ride boards, or test paddle boards, however you want to say, back in the back. So anything that you see on the floor that you might be curious about, how that will actually feel once it gets on the water, which we highly recommend when buying a, a stand-up paddle board, is to actually get it on the water and feel it. Because, yeah. you know, shape, volume, you know, how the rails are shaped, all these things uh, have something to do with how the board's going to perform for you on the water. The lake out back here at Yellow Board's really awesome, and you get a board back there, it's a little obstacle course with turtles. Yeah, I always say that it's a the <laughs> smallest coastal dune lake without a PR rep. It really you is. Know, it's it's <laughs> just kind of like buried back here. But they it's didn't a great little place to, to 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 paddle. The coastal dune lake movie they just put out. This one wasn't featured. This one was not featured. <laughs> Elam Stolfus was not here. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Cool. Uh, Yolo board, uh, brand new board board line coming out this year. You got some really cool models. Tell us what's selling. What's really popular for Yolo board this year? Well, I mean, like every year, I mean, our most popular boards are the boards that uh, that uh, are family-oriented, you know, just really recreational, a um, lot of color. You know, Jake Meyer brings it again for the eighth year in a row with just lots of bold colors and fun, you know, and mm-hmm. that's what the line's about. It's about getting outside and enjoying the whole opportunity of paddling. So uh, Jake's created some art, you know, the, the boards for him are just giant canvases and, uh, you know, and of course many different models for depending on what you want to do whether it's touring racing fishing surfing or like i said just recreational paddling where you strap your cooler down and throw on a couple of beers and you know just take a, a sunset paddle you know all about those i do the, the the beer the beer paddles are awesome <laughs> i love the poking paddles those are great that's the, that's the best stuff so let's start uh with one of our drop-in points that we like going to uh you used to hold the series here and uh you have a great location uh, Yolo Board at uh, Sandestin. It's Yolo Board Adventures, and it's uh, got a really neat area out there. It's super shallow. It's good for kids, good for families, and uh, there's a little island you can go around, Julie Island over there. Tell me about Sandestin. Well, one of the reasons we chose Sandestin years ago was that, you know, from living here, we knew that the south wind blows pretty regularly during the summer. After 10 a.m., you got a south wind blowing. So what that means is that there's going to be some type of chop out on the Gulf. Yeah. And if you're a beginner paddler, that's a pretty big obstacle when you're first starting to learn how to paddle. So Sandestin back at uh, Baytown Marina offered a place that was protected from the south winds um, with the forest there from Jolie Island, um, a big bay area that was shallow um, that people could feel comfortable paddling out if they had to step off the board or whatever. Mm-hmm. Most of the people that, that, that paddle with us are beginners. So, you know, our job is to make it uh, comfortable and fun. Um, it's You and I both know it's easy. So really it's just getting people comfortable. Yeah. And as soon as they get comfortable, Sandestin's a great place um, to take out a lot of those things like the wind and the waves and current and stuff like that. Super cool. And it's got an awesome marina right there, world-class marina. You could see yachts from... Practically anywhere that you're like, geez, that's a big yacht. Oh, yeah, you can be paddling and watch Emeril Lagasse walk walk up to go take his boat out. Uh, 
you know, there's a great restaurant right mm-hmm. right there. Um, you know, Sandestin Baytown Village got it all. I mean, they've got restaurants, they've got nightlife. Um, and, uh, you know, Sandestin also offers golf, golf paddling on the other side, too. Yep. So I think it may be the only resort here um, in, on the Gulf Coast that you could actually um, stay there and paddle both uh, Baywater uh, and Gulf Water uh, from the same property. Super cool. And uh, as much as we paddle back there, do some training sessions there periodically, I, not so much for me anymore. But I like the leisurely paddles out there. You can see manatee out there, dolphin. A lot of fish, a lot of wildlife at the island. It's a, it's a really, really cool place. Really good fishing back there mm-hmm. during the springtime for redfish and trout. Um, Go around uh, near the golf course. Yep, exactly. Right, right across from the, from the hut there, right there by the golf course. So just watch guys kill them back yep. there. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the, the hut offer, offers kids camps and beginner uh, SUP. They offer uh, SUP yoga. Um, we've got our uh, YOLO mileage builder training that will be cranking back up uh, in April. We do the Special Olympics training program out there. Uh, Jessica DeLeo runs um, YOLO Board Adventures there for us, and we couldn't ask for someone who's more loving and uh, knowledgeable and about she's, she's uh, what fair, she's doing. She's a pretty good paddler. She's a pretty good paddler. <laughs> I paddled with her a few weeks ago, and uh, she put it on me. I yeah, just got to tell you, I looked over, and I was like, holy cow. So, yeah, Jessica's tough. She's got a great family. Her boys yeah. surf. And you, if they're surf up, you can go to Pompano Joe's, and you will see the whole DeLeo clan out there in the water, and they'll be out there from daylight to dark. They just soak it up. That's cool. Okay, let's talk surfing. You just brought it up. Uh, if you're going to get in the water and grab some surf around here, you mentioned Pomps. That's definitely one of the ones that uh, everybody kind of knows about. If you uh, are near Pompano Joe's, that's like the surf area, right? That's where the surfers are. And then usually a little bit further down is kind of Santa Paling area, right? Yeah, well, I mean, we're a beach break. So, I mean, there's yeah. beach breaks up and down the whole coast. This really turns into access points. Where can you drive your car and park easily and get out to the water? I mm-hmm. mean, the great thing about stand-up paddling is that I could put in the water and I could paddle a half mile down the coast to catch another little break that I, that I like. So you can really get a variety once you figure out where you're going to put in. Ed Wallin is another great place to put in. Um, and, uh, you know, over at uh, Blue Mountain Beach, yeah. um, at the main beach entrance there at 83, there's always some nice little surf there. I, I highly recommend if it's something that you're just getting into, you know, you make sure that uh, you get out there with someone who can give you give, give you some uh, pointers and some tips. Wear a leash always. Yeah. Um, do not paddle into the main lineup where everybody's surfing. You know, go find your shoulder somewhere or another little break to kind of get it all uh under your under control before you stick that big board out there in there with a lot of people in the lineup. See, I disagree with you there. I uh, a lot of people <laughs> think the Dawn Patrol is a uh, a surfing show, so you know I kind of tried to up my street cred and I take one of your fishing boards out to the main break uh, at Pompano Joe's all the time, and I just go sit in the lineup. They think I'm going to stand up and get in their way, but I just kind of mess, mess with them. They're just they tremble thinking about you coming in, <laughs> them being caught on the inside and this big Mack truck coming through. <laughs> no, but seriously, I do see sometimes, I mean, everybody's enthusiastic and, and surfing is a fun part of stand-up paddling. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you know, when I first got into the sport, probably flat water distance paddling would have been my favorite uh, discipline of it. But there's no doubt in my mind, you know, surfing, if there's waves, you know, that's that's what I want to do. Um, it's a lot of fun, but it does take a little bit of time to get uh, to get the basics down. And, and when you do it over, you know, uh, near by yourself or just with a couple of people, it takes a lot of pressure off of you, too. We did a bonfire at Watercolor, I think it was maybe a year or two ago, and... 
one of your guys, Kyle Gallagher, uh, he never came to the bonfire with us because he was. It was an easy day. They were waves were way down, but he literally just kept catching this same little wave coming in, and he did it for about two hours. Listen, addicts are addicts. <laughs> My son is another one. I mean, he's he's one of the ones you can go down to Pompano Joe's in the middle of the winter, and there's going to be one, two, maybe three guys out there. He's one of them. And, uh, you know, he, you know, once you, and any surfer will tell you this, once you've been bitten and, and, and you've, uh, you've tasted it, you just can't ever get enough of it. We're not talking sharks here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we don't even think about sharks, honestly. No, I mean, yeah, I've been fine. paddling here for nearly 10 years and I've had, uh, I've seen a few sharks. I've had, uh, no encounters that would have been threatening on any level. Yeah. It's not to yeah. worry about nah. it. All right. Let's talk about Western Lake. Western Lake actually for paddling is probably the best in the area if you ask me it's just so good for any type of paddler uh there's a couple different ways you can get into the lake and start paddling my favorite uh which i might regret saying this later is the red bar boat ramp <laughs> there's not a lot of parking it's the easiest way to get in the lake yeah i agree and i man i agree with you on western lake to me western lake if we were at a ski lodge right now western lake is the main the main run yeah. it's the it's the one that if you're here you got to go paddle it. it it's just the the ecosystem is amazing um it's just beautiful you can make a paddle and watch osprey pick pick fish off the top of the water mm-hmm. you can paddle out to the gulf to the to the pop-off um you can paddle through the what, what, it's almost like that little section in between the two lakes. You feel like you're paddling in another country. I mean, I yeah. feel like I'm in the Amazon or something and getting to the main lake. You can paddle all the way up to uh, Watercolor to the boathouse where uh, Tom Losey runs uh, the Yolo Board Adventures over there. And um, that's another great place to go rent a board and uh, learn how to paddle because, once again, they've got protected area. Even when the south wind is blowing right there at the boathouse, it's, uh, it's pretty flat. Flea loves me. Um, <laughs> so the Red Bar, it's right there in the heart of Graydon Beach. It does have a boat ramp. But there's another way to get into the lake. You can go into Graydon Beach State Park, a, a fabulous place just to go with your family. Really super quiet, and they've got a boat ramp there. Yeah, Graydon Beach State Park has a lot of parking. And come summertime when you know all of our beach accesses get crowded really quick, Grayton Beach State Park offers a, a, a great uh, entry point into uh, either the Gulf or um, mm-hmm. the lake there. Um, big parking lot. Um, Grayton Beach State Park is the place that I was when I decided to move here. I was camping there. And uh, I woke up one morning and said, I just can't get enough of this place. Called yeah. my wife up and we decided to move here. So, yeah. I mean, it has, it's, it's an emotional place. That place is so beautiful. Um, you watch a sunrise or sunset there, uh, you'll be hooked to. Awesome. Okay. Let's talk about some of the bayous. Uh, if you don't want to get in the lake, uh, we've got some bayous kind of back behind your old warehouse. Hogtown Bayou is a great place to put in. It's just pretty, pretty protected from the water or wind. Yeah, Hogtown's a great place to put in. Um, has some good protection. Opens up into the Choctahatchee Bay, and uh, it's uh, it's kind of a go-to place for us because our main warehouse is uh, located right down the street from there. So we've been paddling there for years and years, and uh, you see a lot of wildlife there. Um, you almost feel like in some areas that you're in like the the marshes of the Everglades or South Louisiana. And you like looking, you're like, whose sailboats are these just sitting out here in the middle of the water? Well, I know one of them is Jeff and Stacy Troy's. Oh, so. okay, there you go. I just saw them. I don't know who the rest of them belong to, but they're one of them. Um, The other uh, place that's nice to go in, uh, Corey, is uh, Eden Garden State Park right down there um, uh, at the end of, I think, 395. And um, 
Uh, it's another great place when the wind starts blowing. You can find a little protection there. You can go over. It, it drops right into the intercoastal waterway. So if you went, if you hit that and you uh, and you went east, you could paddle all the way to Panama City. Wow. Um, uh, so that's really a neat place. It's got all kind of little creeks like Peach Creek um, that run right off of it, and that's one that you can take and go up. Uh, Go south on it, go up under the um, the Highway 98. Yeah. Um, it offers a pretty cool little uh, little paddle as well. Really cool, yeah. There's another spot, uh, the 331 Bridge. The Bay is a kind of cool place to go check out. It's a fabulous restaurant. Oh, the Bay is the best place to go because <laughs> you can get the most incredible meal there. I, every time I go, they blow me away with how good the food is. We, we had a little meeting there the other day, and we got the spring rolls with alligator and crawfish in them and fried green tomatoes and holy cow man it's the best yeah, jim's finally got it going i mean he figured it out it, yeah <laughs> it's so good yeah i don't know if he finally figured it I'm out just, that he, was the joke. he just shared more with us yeah uh, the bomber burger over there yeah oh, yeah it's ridiculous yeah. always great to have a good 38 beer and uh and and it is a great place to paddle from it's where we hold the relay series the yeah. yolo relay series which is in its eighth year this year and uh, you are the announcer. Thank you. Oh, I didn't get that email. <laughs> All right. So let's talk one more spot. Um, you can buy a YOLO inflatable, get in an airplane, go to the Bahamas, the Caribbean, get crystal clear water, and it's amazing. And you have that cost of, you know, having to fly and go see that water. But you can go a little bit west uh, over to Destin by the bridge, catch it when it's, uh, you know, the tide's coming in. It's the clearest water you'll ever see, and you can put in on the opposite side of the Coast Guard station, go into the bridge, and straight out to Crab Island. That's an amazing place to paddle. It is the first place I ever paddled on a stand-up paddleboard. It's the place that I fell in love and knew that I wanted to make paddleboards for the rest of my life and share like that experience with people. Um, it, you, it, it feels like you're in the Bahamas. Um, it's... Uh, it's got all types of stuff if you want to go get a sandwich or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, right there in the harbor. But outside of that, you know, whether you go into the bay, right where the bay starts right there, it's really beautiful, or you paddle all the way out through the pass into the gulf. It's, it's really one of the prettiest paddles uh, we have to offer. It can be an adventure paddle, though, because when the current, you catch the current wrong in there, um, I think that you need to be uh, a fairly decent paddler to paddle through there. You know, I, I'm... I'm always worrying about the the rental stuff that goes on there, um, kind of unbridled, um, because you do have to know that, uh, you know, just like getting in big ocean, when you get in a pass like that and the, the currents are ripping, it's going to be a little bit different situation than paddling normal flat water. But yeah. that being said, it is a paddle that if you live here or you visit here, it is a paddle that you should do. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Catch it early in the morning. It's when the sun really kind of cuts through the water. It's usually when the tide's coming in. Uh, Get it about two hours before the tide kind of starts turning. You can just kind of relax out there on Crab Island. You can always find a really, really shallow spot of Crab Island. Get off your board, and you kind of look back at the bridge, and you're like, I'm doing this. This is yeah, great. Yeah, right. Yeah, you definitely feel like you're living life on a whole nother level when you're sitting out at that on yeah. that Crab Island. And if you can catch it during, you know, uh, kind of the off season or uh, in the during the week when there's no boats out there, it's it, it's even a whole nother special element to it. Although for those who like to party, they want to see those boats piled up there. We know that's coming big time this year. It's definitely coming. But uh, yeah, early in the morning, you'll usually get families in their boats out there and they're just out there to kind of relax, get in the water. And yeah, later in the afternoon when the uh, seagrass starts coming back out of the bay, it's when uh, the, the partiers get out there. So it might be best to clear out if you're just paddling around. <laughs> yeah, although it looks like a lot of people are using them as transportation in between the boats. And, yeah. you know, it's coming part of that 
that uh, community out there that gathers, that, that tribe that gathers out on Crab Island each year, the stand-up paddleboard has definitely become part of that whole scene, for and, sure. And it gets you on the water. I, and that's why we don't have a boat, because Jeff Archer brought Yola board to the area and got me paddling, so that's uh, kept me away from dumping money into gas and engine parts and all kinds of stuff. So Yeah, we got started, I, I had a you. couple of boats and jet skis, <laughs> and now I have nothing, man. I just have paddle boards. And, yeah. and the simplicity of stand-up paddling... Um, uh, if you if you haven't paddled before, would be very similar to the simplicity of bicycling. You know, it just puts you in the moment. Um, you get to feel the wind blowing through your hair. You know, yeah. you know, or, or if you have hair, I'm, I've got less and less these days. So, so we're both wearing <laughs> uh, what do you call these things? Readers doing this is quite embarrassing. All right, I am taking the readers off. That's why when you said there was video today, I kind of got nervous. I was like, oh man, you, you, I, hey, I got a face for radio, buddy. Your readers are spectacular too. I got to tell you, <laughs> they're actually large Talbert's readers. So, <laughs> all right, okay. That's Jeff Archer with Yolo Board. This is Dom Patrol. Uh, thank you, guys. You guys have been a, a main sponsor of the uh, Beach Report. Uh, very important uh, that we kind of get the beach conditions out there. And uh, if you're going to go out paddle boarding in the Gulf, uh, make sure you check your beach conditions. Uh, it can switch from yellow to red in no time, and know which way the wind's coming from. Yeah, and if you got any questions, walk up to the lifeguard at the access point. And get, get, you know, he's going to be tuned in on any specialties that happen there where rips most happen. And, yeah. you know, if there's a jellyfish in the water and, and, uh, and things like that. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's so accessible here, man. And that's the thing that when we both we came into this segment, we were talking about all the places in the world that we've been to paddle. This truly is the greatest place in the world to paddle. And the reason is is there's just so much diversity. Mm. We didn't even mention Morrison Springs. No, let's talk about you that know, quickly, you, yeah. Morrison Springs, it's a 20, 25-minute drive uh, uh, north, uh, up 331 to 20. And gosh, I forget what you hit after 20. Um, but uh, uh, it is, to me, one of the coolest destination paddles that we have, um, the Spring Head um, is giant and uh, it runs off for about a mile of clear water wow. until you hit the Choctahatchee Bay. There's a cool little place called Red Bay Grocery there that it, you have to stop in and get a sandwich or a picnic. It was uh, kind of a, a, a local community effort to rebuild this place, and um, it's uh, it's got great food and it's got uh, real good culture. And uh, I highly recommend if you're here for a week, go up and check out Morrison Springs. You won't be sorry that you did. Yeah, any spring in Florida is really awesome, but Morrison's just right here in our backyard. Yeah, and there's others that are right here near us, but I found that that's the best one to paddle in, and maybe someone could correct me on that at some point. I'd love to be corrected and find another one close by, but that one's real close by. I love it July, August, when it's just melting hot here, to be able to jump into that cold, clear Windex water. It's, uh, it's amazing. All right, YOLOboard.com. Check them out online. We've got locations up and down. The beach here, Yolo Board and Bike is at Gulf Place, and Yolo Board and Beach is right here in Miramar Beach. Yeah, and man, come join us this year at the Relay Series. We call it the, the company picnic. Mm -hmm. The competitiveness, it's not about that. It's really just about getting together and paddling. Uh, we'd like to you know, welcome as many like business teams as we can. People just want to get together after work, and it's three men, three women, or there's a co-ed group. And uh, just like to see a you know got a nice cross section of the community out there. Awesome. Thanks for your time, Jeff. Always tough to get in touch with you, but it's always awesome when we do get you on the air. Uh, 
getting ready to get out on the water with you guys. So next time you go to the lakes, let me know. Right on, Corey. Thanks for everything that you and 38 do for the for the area, man. We love you guys. Jeff Archer, YOLO Board. Thank you guys for listening today. This has been Dawn Patrol, brought to you by 38cottages.com. Thank you guys. We will see you on the next episode. Dawn Patrol, presented by 38 Cottages and Concierge, with properties in Rosemary Beach, Seacrest, Seagrove, Seaside, and Watercolor. Unpack, relax, and forget where you're from. 38cottages.com. 